Hey, I'm Shay. And I'm Michelle. This is the Pantry Podcast, Season 5, Unnaturally Flourished. We're picking up where Season 4 left off, looking at God's unusual, amazing, and miraculous methods of elevating, relocating, and redeeming us into His purpose. In ways the world just doesn't understand. Yes. Thanks to the Spark Collective, Eternity Ready Radio, War Cry Network, and the Christian Podcasters Association for helping the pantry reach over 35 countries. Visit thepantrypodcast.com for extras, show notes, and faith-based teas that support the show. And sign up for our monthly newsletter for sneak peeks into upcoming episodes and guests and some of Shay's amazingly delicious recipes. And now, on with the episode. Shay, are you excited? (laughs) (laughs) Man, I'm excited. Are you? Always. I wonder why this time. There's so many reasons this specific time. Well, number one, I'll share outright. Happy birthday yes. to you. It's my birthday episode. It's my birthday and and the most specialist guest ever. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Um, it's going to be it's just going to be exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so today, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and welcome on our super special guest in honor of Shay's birthday, as well as for many other reasons. We have Mama Carla on the line, I guess we'll say, <laughs> all the way from Texas. Yes. Yes. From the big T E X S. I was trying to come up with something. I was like, is he going to butch up the spelling? But he did it. Oh, hey, Mama. It is awesome to have you here. What's up? Oh, it's awesome to be with you too. Don't you sound so sweet? (laughs) And happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh, here we go. Happy birthday, dear Shazy. Happy birthday to you. That's my name for him all his life. So <laughs> see, look now, if y'all in the comments want to try and spell it, we'll, maybe we'll give a prize to the ones who spell it proper. But <laughs> no, uh-uh. there's only nope. a few. No I, look, nope. uh, we don't just dole out. This ain't grace. We don't dole it out just for free. Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking about that one. <laughs> oh, so today, it's, see, it's already started. The giggles, the laughs, the, the, the fun, the banter, the 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 shimotions. <laughs> I had to use oh, that one. It. I love it. Anyways, <laughs> we're talking about oh happy day, and you know, oh happy days. It's that should be every day, but it's not. But it's not. And so when I was thinking about this, it actually took me to Psalms. I mean, of course, Psalms. It's, it's like the book that always breaks down, like, I'm in trouble, I'm not good, and then you move forward. Like the but psalm, praise. Right, but praise. <laughs> and, and actually, the psalm that I'm reading from today, it's David. You know, it's 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 David. It's not King David yet. Yeah. It's David. Now, I don't know if he wrote it when he was a king or how that works out, but it's his story before he was a king, and it's really when Saul, King Saul, was chasing him around, mm-hmm. and he's running, and he's in the cave, right? And this is that time when he had that opportunity to kill King Saul, but he mm-hmm. chooses not to. But I think if we think about that, so the enemy is chasing us around or we're being chased by our emotions or we're being chased by circumstance. You know, it's all of these things that can compound and come onto us. But, you know, in verse seven of Psalm 57, it says, my heart is steadfast. Oh, God, my heart is steadfast. I will sing and give praise. Awake, my glory. 
Awake, lute and harp. I will awaken the dawn. I will praise you, O Lord, among the peoples. I will sing to you among the nations. For your mercy reaches unto the heavens and your truth unto the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be above all the earth. How many people have had days where you wish you could just yell that out? Or days where you can't yell it out? Or days where you're struggling to yell that out? And today's episode is going to talk about yelling that out and seeking the Lord. Mama Carla, it is awesome again for you to be here. And I just want to hear a little bit about your story. Um, I know your story, so like I don't want to tell it, though. But uh, what do of, you think of? Yeah, what do you think of when you hear something like this, when you hear a verse like this? I want to cry because it's so awesome. It's so exciting. And if I could memorize those that scripture so well, um. I, I would do that all the time. So I think I'm going to decide to memorize that so That's that awesome. I can yell it out. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I think you're right. I mean, awake my soul awake, you know, awake my soul. I want to always be awake to, to the Holy Spirit. I always want to be awake to God's prompting. I just really like the scripture for great is your love. Oh, I'm so glad he loves us and reaching to the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. He never leaves us or forsakes us mm-hmm. ever. What a happy day when you can get up in the morning and say, you never leave us or forsake us. You're always with us. You're always holding on to us. And you wanted to hear my story. So as a child, I was raised in church and we were there every time the doors were open. And through that time, you know, some people, they just kind of get into the flow of it and they always stay in church and they always do the things that they're supposed to do. Well, I didn't. So I went away from God for a long time. Mm -hmm. As you know, I'm no longer married to Shay's dad. His dad and I divorced, and um, then a few years later, I married my husband that I have now. His name is Don, and I love him very much. But that wasn't really the way to do it, the way I did it. So, and my life in there between was just ungodly, just totally ungodly. I'm not going to go into details like Shay does, but I was really not a good person spiritually. I still was loved by God. Jesus still loved me, but I wasn't loving him back. And I think that through that whole time, I, I had this image of God's hand reaching down toward the earth from heaven. And there's this arm that he's got a hold of that's from the, from heaven. And that's God. He had a hold of me. I, I, I have this image of that. And I'm so thankful that he never let go of me. When Don and I got married, we were, we were living out on the East Coast, and um, we decided to go to Denver. And then he lost his, uh, my husband lost his job. And so it made us have to make a decision. So his parents lived in Kansas 
And he felt like we needed to go there. So I sure didn't want to. (laughs) I was really bitter about it because I didn't have Christ living in me. And I told him one day, I said, I just really didn't like you at all for taking me to Kansas. I mean, from Colorado, because I loved Colorado. I had a great job, you know. And so we went there and he was trying to find a place to live for us in Kansas. Well, he found this old, 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 old house. I think it was historic or something. <laughs> it was a horrible house. It was house. cute. It was cute though. It was, it was, cute. yeah, it, it was okay. But I mean, you know, shag, uh, thick shag orange carpet, but anyway, it was really an old house, but the lady that owned it, uh, said, I'm going to be moving out of my house. And, and, uh, I would like for you to, to rent it. But you have to promise me one thing, and that is that you'll come and visit our church. Well, we hadn't been going to church. We didn't even, you know, think about living for the Lord. And so Don said, sure, he was really wanting (laughs) to bring bring me out there. So so we, we did, and we moved in. And when I walked in the front door, I knelt down to the floor and I just cried. But <laughs> and his mother said, oh, it's OK, honey, we'll get some curtains to go in here. <laughs> so she was trying to help me out. But honestly, uh, we started going to their church, Miss, Miss uh, Dot's church. And um, the Lord started talking to me. Mm. He's, I mean, he just started talking to my heart and convicting my heart. That's a big word, but you know, I was feeling pretty bad because of the way I was living. I, I, when I hear that, you know, the conviction and I'm just going to just a brief, brief little jump in. It's, it's such a similar (laughs) feeling. This, this condemnation turning to conviction. Is that kind of how you would describe that? Like in the past, it was always this like condemning because the way you were raised in the church, the way that you were brought up in the church and then to hear you sit here mm-hmm. and say that, you know, you walk into this church and then all of a sudden now there's this conviction and, 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 and you're going to go in on that. But I just want people to understand that, that there's, there's a transition into the truth. And this is where it started, I think. Right. Oh, yes. It was very definitely starting at that point because, uh, you know, I knew what was right. I knew what was wrong because my parents were strong through this whole, whole time. And they were praying for me. They were praying for us. They were praying for all of us. They were praying for Shay. They were praying for my daughter. I mean, they, you know, they're just prayer warriors. They were, and now they're in heaven. But so I really was convicted. And so one, one day, uh, Sunday, uh, they, uh, you know, in the Baptist church, they give altar calls, right? So you can come up and, and uh, repent and ask God to forgive you and and uh, tell him that you believe and you're going to live a godly life. Well, I did that. And then I got baptized again. It was so awesome that day. I've got a picture of me being baptized. Anyway, you know, we I just started. I changed my life. I quit doing all of the things that I knew that I didn't shouldn't do and just gave it up. I mean, everything, everything I was doing, I just gave it up. Just cold turkey, I guess wow. you'd say. 
And uh, in fact, uh, one of uh, my my husband's sister, brother-in-law called me a goody two-shoes. <laughs> oh, miss, excuse me, Miss Goody Two-Shoes. And uh, that was a little offensive at that time. But the more that I studied the word and the more that I listened to the preacher, and the more that I, you know, got involved in serving Christ, the more I realized that I didn't mind being called a Miss, Miss Goody Two-Shoes. That was a compliment, actually. <laughs> now, I didn't condemn everybody about what they were doing. They just had, you know, that was their life. But um, anyway, so um, I'm a musician and I sing. And growing up, I was always on the piano playing for the family get and get together when we sang and singing. And uh, my, my family was just that way. And uh, it just so happens that the wife of the pastor of that church that I got saved, I, I, I say that I got saved really saved. I mean, I went to youth camp, you know, but I really right. got a, made a commitment and got saved then. And then um, her daddy was the pastor of a church in Joplin, Missouri, right across the line from where we lived in Kansas. He knew I played. So, and he had heard me play. And so he asked me to come be the organist over there at their Baptist church. And at that point, you know, you're, you're just, you're getting back into what God actually intended for you to do in the first place. He flourished my, he made my music flourish Mm. and I used it for his purpose, his glory. It says, I will sing of you among the peoples. And I got to sing about Christ in this scripture that Shay Mm -hmm. just read. And I get to sing. I got to play uh, organ mostly. I got to play piano too. I got to do a lot of funerals, uh, some weddings, and it was just wonderful. And I felt like that I was just being the hands and feet of Christ. That's awesome. Then... We lived in Joplin through those times. You know, I just tried to live. I just tried to live with Christ the best I could. I know a lot more now than I did then. But I started going to a Sunday school class and Granny Green was my Mm -hmm. teacher. I think that was the very first time that I really started learning about the word. I knew all the little, you know, the little stories about David and Goliath, you know, all the stories in there. But because I was raised in church, but um, she really taught me a lot. And I'm so thankful that God sent her my way too. See, he just was sending me all kinds of things. And when I say flourish, I don't know how to use it necessarily very well, but he really made things just happened in my life and drew me closer to him. And that's when I was able to pray for my son. And I did a lot of repenting for all the things that I did and God took care of it. Our Jesus took care of it. He just forgave me. He just forgave me of all of my sins. So that's what I had to do was just give all of those things in the, in the back, you know, behind me, not looking back, but pressing mm-hmm. forward right. to the mark. I've made some mistakes <laughs> along the way, but I got to tell you, he has always been faithful 
and forgiven me. No, I love it because I was, I was waiting for how you would bring in the, the happy blessing it is that now you're saved. You can start praying for your son because you can't pray for your son if you're not. I mean, you, you can, you know, you can pray for your son if you're not saved, but God ain't hearing you. Too. <laughs> you know what I mean, it doesn't it, you don't know what you're actually doing until you're, right. you're saved yourself. And so you had jumped on that life raft and now you can go after your son. And the cover photo, I encourage everyone to go to our website and look at the cover photo for this week, because this week's cover photo is Shay and his mom dancing at our wedding. And that's when I was thinking about what to name this episode for unnatural, unnaturally flourished. I instantly thought that's the picture that needs to be here because of all that it means. It kind of was this culmination of all these years of dedicated prayer that you had had. And it wasn't just your life that was flourishing, but the life of your son, which is an extension of your life. But sometimes we think when we hear, you know, God blesses us, it's our life, you know, that we're that we're thinking of like, oh, he's blessing my life when I'm praying to him. But so often the flourishing surpasses us and goes off to our kids. And uh, and I see the joy that you have in your day to day life, even when things are hard. And I know that Shay pretty much inherited that from your DNA, <laughs> but it's, but it's one thing to have that without the Lord. And it's another when he flourishes it, when, when you come to him and then it really gets to be that light, the photos of Shay that I saw when, you know, when I was getting to know him and I was Facebook stalking the heck out of him and looking at all his photos, I was like, his eyes are completely different now that he knows Jesus. He always smiled. He was always the life of the party. He was always happy in that sense, but his eyes show light when he came to Christ. And, and I want to say something on the cool side of all this. Like if we're parenting and we have children that, and this is speaking from, you know, the experience <laughs> that I had with my own mother in this, because, you know, we're here, we are talking about prayer and how, you know, she came, this is where she started feeling like there was power behind these prayers because now mm-hmm. she's connected to to Jesus Christ, to the Holy Spirit. You know, it's it's like a huge difference when all of a sudden you have this this connection. It's like here I am, and and, and you told me that if I ask you, you know, yeah, yeah if if I ask you, you know, you'll make this thing thing happen, right? And uh, but what was really cool is I remember always visiting, and like she never really beat me up all the time over it. Mm-hmm. She was never like, yo, you need to be in church or da 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 da. No, she always she had her prayer, but when I'd come visit, she'd be like. Would you like to go to church? And of course, I, I loved it. And, you know, I mean, I would go and, and, and do the church thing. You know, that's what I call it, <laughs> the church thing. But what's cool is I think that those periods of time started something mm-hmm. inside of me. Her flourishing was starting to ignite something inside mm-hmm. of me because I'm a singer, too, and I love to sing. And, like, the worship services would always be a point of, 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 a point of contact with who I knew to be true. And so it was really beautiful how she'd work that in. And, mm-hmm. and I just want to add that because it was, it was cool to watch that. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, in the years that we were separated, Shay, those, there was such a division. We were so far apart. And for the Lord to work in me, that's the only thing that brought us back to where we are. And you, you know, seven years ago, wasn't it seven years ago? Yeah, this year, seven. When you 
return to the Lord. Okay. I mean, <laughs> there was a, there was a bonding that started at that time. He always <laughs> loved me. Shay always loved me because I'm his mama, but there's a time, there's times that you just don't really like somebody or you don't, you don't respect them or whatever because of things that I did that were ungodly. But I got to tell you something, God has brought this together and I'm so thankful for Shay and Michelle and I'm so thankful for their marriage that God is working in their marriage and they've got a long way to go. But I got to tell you, they are so uh, happy in Jesus. They put him first. And that is the most important thing is that we put Christ first in our lives, in everything. He is our main person to be involved with. Like he says that Michelle's, you know, she's important to him and he, she, she, he loves her and all that, but Jesus is first. And that if people don't do that, if, if we don't do that every single day and stay connected with him, we put wedges between us and others that we love. And so I'm really happy, Shay, that you let me be your mother again. You, were, you, you forgave me earlier than that, but that's okay. I just, I don't know what the spirit is that God put inside well, me of forgiveness, but I'm pretty easy. <laughs> I, everybody might look at me like uh, he, well, he could just roll somebody, but man, yeah. I actually just forgive people quick. I don't, <laughs> and that has to be a God thing. But so yeah. we were in Joplin, right? So that's that, you know, we're at Joplin, you're growing with granny green, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're playing organ in the church mm-hmm. and then you had some changes. Yeah, had a few changes. Another another one of those David moments where like the world just kind of collapses in on you and you're like, oh my goodness, I, I got to move. And so just briefly, you know, like what, yeah. what what took place in that time period? Because it had to do with actually God. It was, like, <laughs> it was an act I mean, of God. It was an act of God. I mean, it was na- natural. So yeah, I mean, because you're not living in, in Joplin now, right? <laughs> no, we're living in, in Texas, Lumberton, Texas. So in Joplin, uh, a number of things happened, but um, uh, we had a tornado go through our, our city that killed like 62 people and uh, a lot of friends. And um, we, I didn't have a church because I was playing in a church. I was being paid to play in a church, but I didn't, it wasn't really in my heart. So one day I was coming home from, from that church and I was looking at all the devastation and Don had been wanting to um, move to Texas asking me. And so I told him I just wasn't ready yet, but that day I got ready. And when I came home, I said, honey, I'm ready to go to Texas. Because he wanted to be a Texan. I don't know. That's (laughs) crazy. But anyway, (laughs) this is where I was born. So, you know, but uh, anyway, we we moved to Texas. They asked me, they found out that from my niece that I play piano. And they immediately asked me if I'd start playing piano at my church that I'm going to now. It has been just a real blessing. Uh, 
that just drew me even in closer. I have a wonderful church family that is always there to, to you know, uh, encourage us. They're wonderful. Uh, one, Shay came for a visit and he sang with me and everybody in the church <laughs> was saying, when is your son going to come back and sing with you? Because <laughs> they thought he was so incredible and his attitude was so good and his enthusiasm. <laughs> oh, happy day. You know, <laughs> he's just always Oh, happy day, <laughs> right? When Jesus washed my sins yeah. away. Anyway, he was always happy. He, he just, we sang. And so it was, it's been, it's been wonderful here. And uh, he wanted to, Don wanted to move back to J- Joplin. And then we, I prayed. I think, I think I prayed him out of that one. Because they didn't want me to leave. So a a very a pillar, a pillar of that church. She does all kinds of things from uh Altered Guild to playing the piano to pretty much anything they call up. They like, Hey Carla, uh you think you'd do this? She's like, Yeah, she runs. But you know, she doesn't run out I'm not I'm now speaking for my mom, but I know this. She doesn't run because like she feels like she has to, she runs because she wants to. Yeah. I think that that's what I've seen a lot. Um, in this in this rebuilding of her life mm-hmm. is her her running towards God and and you know that that sets a tone. Um, you know when we think of oh happy day, right? It's like I, I hear this all the time that people are worried about their kids or they're worried about their parents or they're worried about something because you know there is this is is one or the other. There's there's two ways to go here. And what's really neat to understand is when we start to reflect, you know what we believe, you know. Right. Then it, then it changes and it starts to bring in flourishing. Mm-hmm. You know, when someone else starts to flourish, it's like an outpouring. It's like the 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 water coming. You know, the the bring in the water. You know, and then it overflows. Yeah, there's a special relationship that parents can have with their children. But I've seen something really that ignites. No matter who you are. This is what's cool is sometimes you look in the word and you're like, wow, that family has it together. I, I have a few families in mind when I think that I'm like that family, they're strong together. They, they strong love, you know, and the only thing it seems they're missing is Christ, which is everything. Right. But that's what they're missing. But from a world perspective, every other box is checked. But what's interesting is what happens when you come to Christ. You always have the chance to be that family now. It's like beforehand, there's a very special cocktail of things you have to have to have that perfect family, that that healthy, happy, loving family. You've got to have the right money, education, background, you know, resilience to stick it like perfect family chemistry. When you come to Christ, no matter where you're at, no matter what you've got, no matter anything, because simply Christ. It can go and fall into that perfect category. When I say perfect, I don't mean actual perfection, but what the world would say, you know, like that good for everyone wants that family. Everyone, I want what y'all have. I want that relationship. And it's the secret is Christ. And the cool thing is he's not supposed to be a secret. Or or, or even that, or even an attitude towards your your family. That's right. Yeah. It's like, it's like, uh, how can, like, (laughs) I don't know how many times my friends will be like, how do you forgive that? It's like, Jesus, 
Yeah, I mean, I mean we've like, been forgiven yeah. for worse. Right, we've been forgiven for worse. There's been a lot worse forgiven. Yeah, <laughs> if, yeah. If you haven't done that worse. Right, right. Uh, but it's it's really cool. And it's it's cool to, to have my mom here. Mm-hmm. And it's cool that you do flourish. And, and so I guess on that, it's like, what would you tell? I think it's important. <gasps> Um, be speaking from a perspective of a mother or a, or a parent, um, what would you tell someone who has a kid? Because there's a lot of people out there. I get a lot of prayer requests for for people who are like, "I just wish my my child would turn to Christ." What would you tell them? What would you? What advice would you give them? Never give up. Always love. Always forgive. Don't be offended. Don't don't let offense come in this because that is a sin. And always pray that God's will be done in their lives. And you know what God's will is, right? Yeah. Those those of us that that live for Christ. And where there's breath, there's hope. And that is in the Bible. (laughs) I don't know the scripture. I guess I should have looked it up. But where there's breath, there's hope. He will answer your prayer. But you have to be faithful too. As a mother. You have to be faithful too. You can't just like Michelle was saying, uh, well, you can pray, but he may not hear you. Well, that is true. You need to stay faithful to God. And do what he says, because you know that every promise in this book of the Bible is is ours as Christians. We have to do a few things ourselves, just stay true to him. And I would if I if I were a mom Mm -hmm. and I knew what I know now. I mean, when I was a mom or or with a, a young child, with both of my children. I would have read my Bible more. I would have prayed more. And I would have stayed with God. Because our children, we are responsible for our children as far as as, um, prayers go and how we raise them from birth. I love the way Shay and Michelle are raising Kalia. They, they talk about Jesus all the time. She knows Jesus. She, I mean, she doesn't know him, but she knows the name. She knows, and she's getting the hang of it. <laughs> but as mothers, we have a big responsibility. Mm-hmm. And if we don't pray for our kids, mm, I think we're going to be held accountable at the end. So I'm so glad for forgiveness, so glad for forgiveness Mm. and that we, you know, we start, we, we have do overs and it's so cool. You know, it's so cool to be able to have a do over and we just pray that and, and forgive, forgive. That's important forgiveness. And we have to forgive if we expect God to forgive us. So is that what you were asking there? Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's, that's so that's perfect. Awesome. That's, that's awesome. so perfect. Yeah, I love the idea that 
in the world. I remember as a kid, I didn't know what Jesus had done. So I didn't understand grace, but I knew God was real. I just knew. And so when I would pray straight to God, I would feel like I couldn't do it if I'd been really bad. I've been really bad. He didn't want to hear from me for a while. And it kind of felt like those factories or coal mines, because my family, my mom's from West Virginia, those coal mines where they say, you know, 82 days since the last accident, you know, and then all of a sudden you drive by again. It's like one day since the last accident. And you're like, (laughs) man, and how demoralizing it feels when you go from 83 or 82 down to to one again. And what I love about Christ is one, you learn that like you ain't never going to get to day 83 of not sinning. Like, not in this world, <laughs> but so you don't have to ever feel like that, but you don't have to feel like you've lost your momentum in those ugly moments. You can just, because he's not disowning you. Like you said about the arm reaching down from heaven, you can be at your ugliest and dirtiest today. And he hasn't let you go. And he's not saying, ew, I don't want to touch you right now. He's there. So you can be that faithful person who's like, well, I'm not trying to let go either, Lord. We're in this together and you can bounce back and you don't have to be like, man, I'm down to zero. He won't talk to me again till I'm at day 12. Like you don't have to be like that. That It makes every day That's right. much more likely to have at least happy moments, right? Happiness isn't the goal joy is, but it's much more likely you're going to have happy moments every day because of the happy news that you can bounce back. Right. He's constantly... Uh, pouring into you mm-hmm. he's constantly flourishing you that never stops that never ceases um what a beautiful conversation today um what a beautiful time we've had with you mom um i love you um and, and i love, I you love too. how god continues to use you how he continues to flourish you um and we're going to close out with a psalm because i think that everybody has to understand that he is consistently constantly whatever term you want to use on that that is just all the time pouring into you and he's flourishing you you might not feel it you might not think it you might not understand it you might not grasp it but he's flourishing you psalm 92 13 those that be planted in the house of the lord shall flourish in the courts of our god thank you jesus Thank you, Jesus, that that flourishing, the budding, the sprouting, the blooming are happening continuously because we made a choice to serve the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you for being here, Mama Carla. Yeah. You're welcome. I was, I'm really happy that I got to be here. I love I y'all know. so much. We love you too. I know Shay should say that, I guess, because he's, but I'm daughter in love. love. I'm daughter love. in love. I we can say love. it too. Hey, this is yeah. one uh, <laughs> um, you are my daughter in love. I, I do yes. want to say something before we head out, though, yes. about like, like raising your kid. You know that Kali and I, mom might not know this. We got an argument last night <laughs> in, the, in the bedroom. Hold on, watch <laughs> this, though. It's the funniest argument. And this is, this can stay on. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> do you love Jesus? No, baby. Kalia, do you love Jesus? No, baby. And then and I'm like, do you love Jesus? She goes, no, baby Jesus. Love baby Jesus. <laughs> so look, it, it sticks. Look, look, parents, it mm-hmm. sticks. It sticks. It Whatever it is, love them. But watch this. Love your kids like my mom has loved me. Love your kids. And, and you know what? I, I, they'll flourish, but love them with the love of Christ. 
Yeah. Amen. Amen. But I have something okay, about Kalia. Yes. Just to build it up even more. Yes. Today, we're looking outside and she's watching you clear off the car. Yeah. And she said, Jesus? And I was like, yeah, because I said that you helped out. And she said, Jesus help? And I said, yes, Jesus helps us out too. And she's oh. like, Jesus up high. And I was like, yeah, he's very high. We can't see him right now, but we can feel him in our hearts. And she's like, and she, and she like drops her head down and puts her hands together. And she's like, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Oh. I told you, Shay, she knows <laughs> Jesus. I told you that yesterday. And, and look, look, look pantry, pantry fans, you got to hear that story because Grammy on the phone. I know. <laughs> but y'all, you can hear even more and we want to hear from you. So remember that next week, we are going to be doing a live Zoom chat and we would love for you to be there. And there is still time to sign up for that link. So you can just go to thepantrypodcast.com slash Zoom and sign up to get the link and we will be sending that link out the day before. So all the details are there and you are cordially invited. So until next time. Bye. 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 That was awesome. That was so good. Awesome. Perfect. Perfect. I'm glad you said bye. I can put that in there. <laughs> <laughs>